Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Here. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Here's Trey Biddy. How's your Friday going, Trey? Busy. Busy. Busy Friday. Oh, boy. Got oh, yeah, okay. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so busy because of Arkansas playing South Carolina. Anything interesting there? Oh, I mean, I think there's a lot of interesting, Rick. I mean, <laughs> there's uh, yeah, it's an opportunity for Arkansas to put two two wins together in the SEC against a South Carolina team that's 14-3 and three this season. And, you know, South Carolina's interesting because they don't – like, you look at the numbers, they're – you know, near the bottom of the SEC in points per game, field goal percentage. Um, you know, they don't get to the free throw line or make a bunch of free throws. Um, they're not super high in rebounds. They're, you know, towards the bottom of the SEC in rebound stuff, but they're 14-3. and three. And so they're doing yeah. something right, obviously. Yeah. Um, Michi Johnson, obviously, is their, their star. He's a guy that's gotten better for them every year. Uh, four out of their top five players uh, weren't with them last year. They're you know, they're all transfers, and Johnson it would be the only other one. He's, um, you know, he's uh, Ohio State two years ago. Um, then they got one of their guys, their guards out. Uh, he had a shoulder injury, um, and so he won't be playing. He's out two to three weeks. So, uh, yeah, there's a there's a lot of interesting stuff about this matchup, and I would expect a fantastic crowd on Saturday coming off the Texas A&M win, and you know, with the weather the way it's been, and I think. I think fans will be anxious to get out there for a noon tip-off. Weather has been lousy. At least the streets are all clear, so people ought to be able to get there okay. And uh, so you're right, it ought to be a heck of a crowd. Really, considering the weather, Tuesday night's crowd was pretty good and enthusiastic. And in the first round, first half, they're roaring. And in the second half, they're gulping, uh, hoping Arkansas can hang on, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it was definitely tail two halves. Arkansas started off like 60, over 60% from the floor of the, the first half of the first half. And uh, the second half, it was like 25% <laughs> the whole time. So, yeah, right. yeah, it was amazing how the game unfolded. Uh, Arkansas was up 20 at one point, two points, they were up 20. And then second half, they just, A&M just kept chipping away, chipping away, ton of foul calls. And then the display that uh, Wade Taylor and Tremont Mark put on was outstanding. And just especially the way the way the game ended, you would have hated to see with Tremont Mark going up over 30 points to lose that game because he missed a free throw at the end and obviously took things in his own hands. And, you know, it's, it's a interesting it's an interesting dynamic with the Arkansas basketball lineup yeah. because yeah. – it's you know we know we can count on Mark uh, to be out there and he's been pretty consistent. You know Jeremiah Davenport off the bench has been pretty consistent and uh, Brazil in terms of minutes played has been pr- really consistent. Uh, but beyond that, it's just like it's a little bit of everything. I mean, Devo Davis, you know, zero point zero rebounds, and then the next game, what do you have? Seven points and six rebounds, and you know, kick somebody in the groin and <laughs> you just. <laughs> You never know what you'll get out of Devo and uh, Jalen Graham too, and Makai Mitchell. I mean, it's it's just been it's just been a different crew. It seems like every single game, a different starting lineup, and um, you know. But he still generally goes with seven, eight guys. It's just different seven, eight guys aside from the ones that we mentioned uh, week after week. So it would be nice to start getting zeroed in, getting some consistency. Uh, feeling like you know what you're going to get out of each guy, but uh, that's that's just been hard to come by this year. 
We get uh, <clears throat> Joe's opinion on our show every week, and sometimes it's easier to ask questions than it is other times. And certainly it was nice talking to him about the uh, minutes he got against Florida, and then he got none against uh, yeah. in the win against Texas A&M. So it's just almost inexplicable sometimes the way Musselman does substitute, isn't right. it? Right. But as he will, as he actually put it, it's. Uh, and I asked him this question yesterday. Was that yesterday? I think, yeah. Um, about some of the choices, you know, that they make. And he said, you know, unfortunately for fans and media, he said we practice behind the scenes, and there's a, you know, go through all the summer. There's a lot of things that go into it. But you're right. Layden Blocker was the darling for Arkansas in the Florida yeah. game. Post game yeah. press conference plays less than a minute in, the, in yeah. the ensuing game, you know. And Joe's opinion drew a lot of praise for his play, uh, and didn't play at all in the next game. Those guys had what fourteen and twelve points respectively, yes, I guess. That's right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, but I, I also think that there maybe there's a chance that those games served a purpose in a lot of ways to show mm-hmm. other players motivate like, some we'll other just, guys. Yeah, we'll just play other people. We're going to play yeah. guys that hustle and. Yeah. You know, I think if they had come out in that Texas A&M game and recognized that, you know, or didn't recognize that, um, you know, they needed to up their energy level in this game, um, then he probably would have pulled them again. I think it was a great opportunity for L. Ellis, for example. I mean, L. Ellis, L. Ellis had not played more than ten minutes in a game since the Duke game. I mean, that's been back in November. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. And then got 31 in this one at 15 points. I think he went 8 of 8 from the free throw line, which is obviously very critical in a one-point game. Um, but maybe that's a you know a message to him. L. Ellis averaged 17.7 points and like five assists at Louisville last year. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah and now is, yeah. I mean, just a shadow of that. So, Disappeared But they need him. They need L. Ellis. They need Devo Davis to be... Devo Davis that we see that you know changes games the chaos that he brings out there you know sometimes it's it isn't always pretty and you know jump shots off the wrong foot and you know kicking guys in the groin whether it's on purpose or not but, you know there's there's also some beauty in what Devo brings out there in, in terms right. of um, the chaos and um, you know when he gets hot it's it's really really fun to watch I don't know if there's I don't know if I've ever had a more emotional feeling moment, maybe aside from like winning the national championship, than watching Devo after the Kansas game. You know, the oh performance gosh. that he put on and this Absolutely the post game press conference and yeah. uh, Musselman saying, you know, I feel like he's my son. Uh, I just thought <laughs> it was just one of those moments that we'll always remember. Yeah. And you know, Devo's been a part of this team the whole time. Like he's. Yeah. The, the staple of, uh, you know, Musselman's last four teams. And so, uh, you know, everybody has their, you know, everybody has their moments and, you know, everybody has their, their down times too. And, you know, just you, we need to get see them get to a point where they're putting it all together. I mean, I'm, it's no secret this this team is very much in danger of not making the NCAA tournament. And, and the only thing that's going to fix that is to start going on a run. So, Trey, I've got, we've got a call for you, but before we uh, answer that call, I have to insert. If Eric Musselman said, unfortunately for the media and fans, we practice behind closed doors, could you not have responded immediately? You're the one that sets the policies. We'd be happy to come watch you practice if you'd allow us to. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's allowed some open practices here and there. but Really? In the last month? No, no, no. Okay, gosh, thank no. you very much. All you have to do is say, well, that's because it's your policy. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we would be at practice. When no one was here, we went to every practice. How's that? Yeah. I don't anyway. know if he's worried about me. <laughs> I don't think he's worried about that at all. You're right. Yeah. Let's go to Jeff in North Little Rock. Jeff, you got a question or comment for Trey? Yes, and before I do that, may I ask you about, uh, isn't that uh, Arkansas-Alabama gymnastics on television tonight? If it is, it would be on SEC Network. Uh, I haven't checked. They usually they usually do Friday night gymnastics, and that's got to be the I'm, premier gymnastics meet. I believe it is. That's going to be worth watching. Yeah. And, uh, my two questions would be: one is, uh, I mean, I went to South Carolina, but I grew up in Arkansas, so I love uh, to root for both. As far as losing Rocket, though, we lost them. We lost him to South Carolina. Yeah. And. Uh, we seem to have lost some players to them because of the coordinator. Is that correct? Dow Loggins. Who yeah, they, they, they over there for him. There, and, yeah. 
and Rocket, I guess, is going to succeed better than he did at Arkansas. I'm just confused as to why he left. Is that the reason why he left? And then I have a question about the NIL. Yeah, well, I think maybe there's a uh, definitely a chance that NIL played a role in it. You know, I mean, a lot of these guys are, you know, have opportunity to make hundreds of thousands of dollars, and you know, sometimes you got to choose your battles. I, I personally felt like there were times where Rocket maybe could have played and, and didn't. Um, yeah, and yeah, I hate to comment on player injuries and stuff, but sometimes somebody sees somebody having more value as somebody else might. You know, the same situation could be probably said for um, Christopher Paul, you know. So I, I just think that, you know, it kind of goes like like to the NFL draft. Like it just takes one team to, to draft a guy and, you know, suddenly you're a first-rounder. Well, maybe none of the other teams really felt like you were a first-rounder. So, uh, But they well, definitely viewed him as a guy that had uh, high upside, and he has a relationship, obviously, with Dow Loggins, who also brought Trey Knox there last year. Um, yeah. Jimmy Smith seems to get mentioned every single time that there is a uh, a running back's job open, but obviously he hasn't ended up there the last two years. And then, you know, John Scott left Arkansas for South Carolina. Justin Stepp left Arkansas for South Carolina. I believe Stepp is now tied in's coach there. I might be wrong. I think that's true. Sorry, we so. lost him. But uh, I, the other question I have, and then I appreciate you allowing me to ask it, taking my call. Is about the NIL and, and Nick Saban. From what I understand, uh, Coach Saban is not happy with the NIL, even though I know he's retired. And being that he has retired, do you know if there's any plans for him to help fix this problem? The N- it looks to me, fellas, that the NIL is running, it runs rampant without any kind of ceiling. I mean, even, even the NFL has ceilings. You know, you've got your uh, ceiling where you can only go so far. You only got this much money you can spend. But if yeah. if you're Alabama or Georgia or, or uh, somebody else, Michigan maybe even, you're going to get the best players because you got more money. It doesn't well, sound I would, I will sound say right to me. Yeah, I will say this. I think a lot of people Thanks, would Bill. be surprised okay, Jeff. Thank you. on maybe some of the money that, you know, some of these schools like Alabama or Georgia are actually spending. It's not – there is a lure to Alabama and a lure to Georgia from players because they know if they, get, if they go there and they do well – they're going to be drafted in the NFL. They're going to make millions of dollars. And plus, there's the prestige of playing at you know Alabama or Georgia. I think some people would be surprised that maybe they're not spending quite as much money as people think. And look at the transfer portal right now. It's littered with Alabama players suddenly, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It seems like Alabama just be able to, hey, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll boost up your uh, – We'll boost your NIL money and just stick around, right? But that doesn't seem – I guarantee you if those guys were getting more NIL money, they would probably consider sticking around. So yeah. I think that is, you know, kind of telling right now. But the caller's right. Um, college football is the least regulated – and basketball. I mean, it's, those are the least regulated sports um, in America. You can go all the way down to peewee football and as high as the professional ranks. There's nothing more loosely defined and cavalier as college football and college baseball and college basketball. I mean, it's all all of it, any college sport. You can just leave whenever you want, right? And, you know, a team may invest in you and bring you in, develop you as a, you know, freshman, uh, maybe even take a chance on you when others wouldn't and develop you and um, you can just leave and there's yeah. no repercussions at all because there's nothing holding you there <laughs> it's free and clear transfer it's to the highest bidder and that's just you know there's no transparency you don't know how much anybody's offering or what anybody else is paying and it's just that's where you are and I think it's hard to judge coaches now I think it's hard to judge coaches as recruiters you can work your tail off recruiting a guy and do everything right build the relationship but you know what you're 50,000 short you're 50,000 short on this guy and all any of the fans are going to see because there's no transparency is this guy missed on a recruit and I guarantee you there's a few things that probably played into Nick Saban's retirement, one of it being, you know, he's, what is he, 71? That's 72. probably one thing. 72? Yeah. yeah. That's probably one thing. 
Maybe it's the idea that it's the end of an era with him going to the 12-team playoff. Maybe that's something that um, you know he viewed as a marker maybe for his retirement. And I guarantee you NIL and the situation, the, the landscape of college football, because he's spoken out against that, um, you know, how things are done you know, for a long time. So probably all of those things played a role in, in yeah. him deciding to retire. Yeah, he he participated in the NIL. I'm sure he used it, but he did, didn't mean he was fond of it. And to the other answer, answer to his other question, Nick Saban is going to serve as an advisor to Alabama athletics, specifically football, and he's going to have an office in their stadium. But I don't believe that the NCAA or the SEC or anybody else is hiring him to fix the NIL pro- problem, and I'm not sure he'd know how to fix it anyway. Now, the well, other now thing that- is... Yeah, go when, ahead, you, Rick. when you think of these guys going from Arkansas to South Carolina, do you think their exposure to the poultry industry here is helping them make that decision to go to South Carolina? <laughs> They're just dreaming of, of chickens. They just want to yeah. be a Gamecock. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I keep seeing that bird. Um, that's right. Yeah, no, that's probably not. But uh, No, probably not. I don't think so either. Yeah. Well, speaking of football, what you know, obviously they're kind of out of the spotlight right now. Mm-hmm. What do you think they're doing? Well, they're still evaluating, obviously, through the transfer portal, um, and they're going through their eight-week winter training cycle. So that it's, has uh, started with the start yes. of class. They start as soon as classes start. Yep. Yep. Well, let's see. They would have. Let's see. I've got them, Rick, going March 7th, just based on their schedule last year and what I've heard through the grapevine. So does that put them at eight weeks? Oh, gosh, March 7th. Okay, so you got to go four weeks in February with an extra day this year and a week in March. That's five. Yeah, you're probably right. They're probably yeah. in it. If it's eight weeks, they're in it. Yeah, well, they're in, I know they're in it. I just don't know exactly when. I assume when school starts is when they, they probably uh, got things going. But, yeah, it's the eight-week cycle, and that means for some players uh, dropping a bunch of weight. For everybody, it means probably getting stronger, and for some it means putting on a lot of weight. And um, there's a lot of new faces up there. I think all but maybe four guys have enrolled early, so there's players that are getting acclimated. It's so good to be able to – There's there's, you know – one part of me says don't get ahead of yourself as a as a freshman and you know enjoy go to prom enjoy all that stuff you know um but the other side of me knows how important it is if you want to make an early impact to get enrolled early because when you start off as a freshman and you're able to and and, you know they've changed some things too because in the summer you can you can go through some workouts and stuff with the coaches and you can you can learn that way where it used to be you just had to work with the strength staff but when you go through spring drills you start from basically zero, and you know you you go from there. When you start football practice in fall camp, you basically pick up where you left off. And a lot, I mean, you're going to go through install and stuff, but you're you're going at a much faster pace. It's definitely more urgency to get ready for the season. Um, and you know, just talking with freshmen over the last 20 years uh, about their experiences with. You know the guys that enroll early versus the guy that enroll enrolls late. You know it's basically like just you know starting classes in the middle of classes or walking into the middle of a movie and wanting to know what's you know, not understanding what's going on versus starting at the beginning, uh, which is what they do in the spring. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, but they can't coach them right now, can they? You know. So I'm no. th- I'm thinking you got did KJ Jackson? Did he come early? Yes. Okay, so you got four quarterbacks on campus, all of whom would like to be the starter. Yes. Can they even meet with Bobby Petrino at this point? How, how do you think he's yeah, how do you think I, they're gelling to get them ready for whatever he has in mind? I don't think meeting is um is an issue. It's just the the training and working on you know, playing football and there you know, there used to be things I used to hear stuff, you know, around the country of, you know, when they would meet and do workouts, they would be doing everything but have a ball there. They like have a wadded up towel, and that would be the ball. <laughs> so yeah, stuff yeah, like that. right. But yeah, you you're not allowed to have a ball. But uh, I'm sorry. What was your the end of your question? Well, I'm just trying to think about what Petrino can be working with, the, doing mm-hmm. with the quarterbacks to prepare them for what he has in mind. I mean, there's no doubt that those guys have playbooks, and um, you know, there's things there's workarounds but they're they're limited obviously on you know 
meeting with the coaches and and things like that. But you know, a lot of the stuff you rely on the players to lead things like throwing sessions and stuff like that. And so you're going to have a lot of player led stuff also. Very very good. That's going to be interesting competition when we get to the spring and to see exactly yeah. what he has in mind. So so you're thinking the quarterbacks they could right now be working with the receivers. Oh yeah. At times when they're not meeting with coaches. I would be surprised if there's not, you know, a couple of quarterbacks, Jacoby Criswell and Taylor Green, that are trying to take the lead in that area. Um, if they're not, then they're they're probably slacking. <laughs> but they definitely, um, you know, are, are going to be working throwing sessions and stuff like that, working on routes and getting timing down. Um, and again, that's all voluntarily player led. <laughs> Does that? Um, does that mean there's no 20-hour limit at this time of year, or is there, and does voluntary time count? Voluntary time is on your own, yeah. Okay. Voluntary, you know, that's that's all that's all up to the players. You can, you know, you can work on it as much as, as you want. So um, if you're a player, it's, you know, it's just the time with the coaches. So is that but meeting time is not volunteer time. Like let's say these four quarterbacks are meeting yeah. with Petrino, is that volunteer time? No, I don't. I don't, bl- I don't. I don't believe that's what's going on. I don't believe okay. there's like meeting with Petrino. You know, you, you know, I was just talking like you know, you, you know, you can go talk to a coach if you want to. You know, like you know, you want to talk to him about something. You know, not like a formal meeting. Yeah. Okay. And they just might talk about football, huh? Sure. <laughs> you know, they go into assistant it coaches. Came up. It came yeah, up. they. You know, these guys get close to their assistant coaches, and uh, that so they can talk about anything. They can come in and say, "Hey, coach, man, I was at Boise State last year. I'm a long way from home, but yeah, nobody spends more time with these players than Ben Souders. Yeah, strength and conditioning coach. Yeah, and those are right. the guys that year-round spend the most time with the players. And it used to be that those guys weren't compensated the same level that. You know, assistant coaches were. Well, they are now. They were, you know, they were a step down. Now, you know, they're getting 300000 plus. All right, Trey, thanks for the time today. Have a great weekend. We'll be back with David Basil after this. NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. Zone each weekday for the Entertainment Report, brought to you by Bell & Sword of Conway. Find out the very latest breaking news and entertainment each day on The Zone. Justin West and Christian will dish out what the stars and celebrities have going on, and you can catch it each day. Bell & Sword has everything for the best-dressed man. From boots to suits, check them out on Facebook or Instagram. Bell & Sword at their new and larger location at 1011 Oak Street. It's trade-in time at Guatney Chevrolet. Kick off the new year in style and comfort with a 2024 Chevy Equinox. Yours for just $23,999 with a qualifying trade-in. Or the iconic Chevy Silverado. Snag it for under $48,000 with your trade-in. Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com or stop by and see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville to learn more. We'll see you soon. Chevrolet, together let's drive. The Bucks are back at the 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn, January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. You could win a lifetime hunting license, a Browning A-Bolt rifle, or a $1,000 gift card from Hunter's Refuge. The Taka Hunting Gear Game and Fish Foundation Free Kids Zone, including a trout pond, hoverball, buana gym, and more. Hunters, bring your antlers for your chance to win a Tracker Off-Road 800SX from Bradford Marine and ATV. Rattlesnakes, chainsaw carving, birds of prey, monster trucks, and the Oaklawn Big Buck Chili Cook-Off. The Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic Classic presented by Oaklawn. Tree stands, clothing, RVs, ATVs, UTVs, ammo, and more. Hundreds of vendors with huge discounts. It's a Hall of Fame event and an Arkansas tradition. January 26th through 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Sponsored by Reliance Bank, Oaklawn Hot Springs, Arkansas, Bradford Marine and ATV, Tracker Off-Road, Hunter's Refuge, Remington, Taka Hunting Gear, Outlaw Beer, and 103.7 The Buzz. Visit BigBuckClassic.com and Facebook for more info. 
The team at Middleton Heat and Air has been voted Arkansas's best of the best in HVAC 25 years running, and we want you to join our team. If you're an experienced residential or commercial HVAC installer or technician, there's a place for you at Middleton. Stop by our hiring event at 22039 Interstate 30 in Bryant on Saturday, January 27th from 8 to 2 and interview with one of our commercial or residential managers. Call us now at 501-847-0371 to learn more. Impressive, powerful, aerodynamic, thrilling, and unforgettable. All words to describe Saracen's January giveaway vehicle, Nissan's exciting 400Z. Play at Saracen all this month for your chance to win an incredible Z car from Welch Nissan. Winning is as easy as simply playing Saracen's games. Take the short 40-minute ride down the Saracen Casino Resort. It's Little Rock's closest place to play, and it's the only place in Arkansas to win a fabulous Z car. Saracen Casino Resort. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. This is Pat Bradley. Tune in every Tuesday when I join Justin and Wes in the zone. Brought to you by River City Flooring. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com, RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Go to the Riverfront Steakhouse and then ask for that dinner for two for $60. Steak. That's right, the steak. And then four of the most humongous uh, fried shrimp you will ever have a chance to devour and that is the Frank Fletcher Fried Shrimp. You're getting the filet, the four famous fried shrimp, and then you're getting the Riverfront Salad Bar for two, which is the largest salad bar in North America. And then you get to pick two sides, whether it be <laughs> the hibachi fried rice with chicken, baked potato, onion rings, mashed potatoes, fresh spinach supreme, french fries, zucchini, and the wild mushrooms. Three seven one nine thousand five zero one three seven one nine thousand Riverfront Steakhouse Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. Tell them I sent you. William R. Shapur will be there to greet you, and you will have a fantastic meal. Live from the Eat My Catfish Studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. I guess many years ago when this program started, they got the title Drive Time Sports because Drive Time's in the morning and in the evening. And so we get Drive Time Sports. And in the morning, uh, you get morning mayhem or mayhem or whatever it is <laughs> and uh, but david basil's with us this afternoon hey, wow, Rick. what a treat what a treat what an honor it is to do both drive times today i was here at 5 30 this morning and <laughs> oh 5 30 in the afternoon oh, no. uh, just so you know rick you do our show every tuesday yeah. you know we cover a lot of ground uh, it is also today a special birthday as Dolly Parton and Janis Joplin both share a birthday today. How about that? Two of the iconic singers of all time in addition to all this great sports talk we'll have today. Well, then you probably should know that it's also Edgar Allan Poe's birthday. It is. I did, yeah. It's on my list, my friend. That's what yeah. we prepare for in Morning Mayhem. All right, right off the bat, I'm going to throw this at you. I expect you to get this one. Uh, <laughs> listen, 1974 on this day. Notre Dame ended UCLA's what blank game winning streak at South Bend, Indiana? I think it was 88. 88 is correct, Damon. We, we, we both ring the bells. You can't put anything past Rick Schaefer. You can't <laughs> wow. put anything past him. Goodness gracious. Outstanding. I thought you were going to try and connect Dolly Parton and Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> yeah, that, would have been, that would have been good, right? Yeah. Yes. Hey, by the way, but that means if Edgar Allan Poe's birthday today, the Ravens should win consistent easily tomorrow, right? Touche. Look at yeah. you. Look at what yeah. you just did right there. That's why you're a legend. Certainly should be. Now, David, your show and our show are, are really different. So I'm listening this morning, and, and selfishly, I was listening to see if Trey Schapp was on. I was going to ask him to do the show tonight because I knew Randy wasn't going to make right, it. And, right, And hopefully he's getting some relief right now. Right. And he wasn't on. You guys were on. And there were you playing Fleetwood Mac and the Everly Brothers. Yes. And uh, and I knew those, obviously, pretty quickly. So Do you know why we played Fleetwood Mac? Yeah, because it was this the anniversary of Bill Clinton's inauguration. Look at you! Uh, you, you listen, you would be you would win on any game show you went on. That's right. Fleetwood Mac reunited on this day, thirty-one years ago, nineteen ninety-three, for Bill Clinton's inauguration. Uh, don't stop, 
was a. They youth- weren't there, right? They they just they just played the music. I don't think Fleetwood's Mac was actually. No, the no, Were they they, there? they reunited to be there at no, the inauguration. That's exactly how about that? Yeah, you know, they are so good. There are very few. I listen to '60s music a lot on the radio. Yes, and um, they'll say this person died today, or you know, you listen and think uh, Janis Joplin. I heard you mention this yes. morning died in 1970. Right, and so uh, I guess you never got out of being busted flat in Baton Rouge. But, <laughs> no, but, but, Look at you! But Look none, at you! None, nonetheless. Um, when Christy McVie died, yes, I just you know because they were I know. together again. I, I know. You look on YouTube. Some of their concerts that you can see on YouTube, they are just absolutely fantastic. They are. They. And uh, she was so good that uh, that was just crushing. And and I guess Mick Fleetwood said, "No, nope, we're not getting together ever again." That's right. And you mentioned Phil. You mentioned the Everly Brothers. Phil Everly's birthday is today. He died in yeah. 2014. Obviously, another right. great. I mean, really, for us, we, we we cover a lot of pop culture in addition to sports. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll throw one more at you, uh, Rick. Dan Reeves' birthday is today. I brought him into the Touchdown yeah, Club years I, ago. These guys, did they not know he was the Denver Broncos coach? That's right. And, yeah, but, and no, nobody said anything about that. That's right. How many Super Bowls did he participate in as a player, assistant coach, and head coach? Well, I think I, that's when I was listening okay. when you mentioned that. So I want to say, was it six or seven? No. Like oh, no, my friend. Somebody guessed eight. It's nine. Nine. It is wow. nine. So before Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, he he held that record. I think at the time for the most Super Bowls combined. Remember, he he got to he got the Super Bowl with Atlanta. Yeah. Denver did not win. I think he was a coach with the Cowboys. Really class act when we brought him in the Touchdown Club. Yeah. Really a great guy. Yeah, good Christian man. That's yep. for sure. Okay, well, David, everybody's excited for you because John and Fort Smith dialed in here. <laughs> and, uh, so, John, thanks for calling. You're on the air. Hi, John. Hello, John. You're on the air. You're on the air. Go right ahead. John Bland here. How y'all doing? Oh, my John gosh. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Grief. My old teammate. That's right. That? Hey, listen, I'm headed, to, I'm headed to Fort Smith right now, but I'm coming to the game tomorrow, and I heard you are going to be on the radio, and I said, you know what? The last time we went to a basketball game together you were hosting me you were a senior and i was a high school about to be a senior i was a high school kid we watched arkansas versus smu it was klein versus contact and we won that thing john i remember i remember being your host i don't remember all the details of course joe klein we had on the show today he's calling the game tomorrow versus uh, usc john bland turned out to be a, a, a you know a great teammate great quarterback so where are yeah. you at now, John? What's going on with you now? Well, I've been coaching football for this whole time for 32 years. Right. You know, after I left, and uh, I'm in a little transition right now. But but uh, trying to trying to stay in coaching or or administration, something like that. But I've been lately at Mississippi College. I've been the head coach there for the past 10 years. Down and then we've been in the Gulf South Conference. Yeah. Some of these teams I know in Arkansas used to be in that league. Yep. But uh, anyway. Just, just in a little transition right now. So, looking so, forward to a little time. I'm gonna come up there and see the Hogs play and cheer them on some. So, so when you see Quinn Grovey, do you remind him how you bailed him yeah. out of the Texas A&M game? <laughs> I don't know about that. He, he says the only thing he remembers when he was up in the in the ambulance as he looked down on the stands. There, that's when he woke up. I think. But that was uh, a heck of a win. I've, I've already talked to Quinn. We're gonna I'm gonna hook up with him tomorrow. So, oh good. It's gonna be like a reunion. I'm excited to be there. I, I can't wait. Well, the one what, the, the one thing about uh, Rick, about uh, uh, John Bland, what a class act. And, of course, we had Ken Hatfield as the coach at that time and, and just really yes, just running the, the the flex bone. And you know, we had Brad Taylor and Greg Thomas and obviously Quinn yeah. Grovey after that. And John was just a great teammate, great guy. And a funny guy, uh, a great athlete, outstanding young man, and uh, hard to believe that you've been coaching all these years, John. Outstanding, man. That's yeah. awesome. Been really, been really good. Been really a blessing. And I know this. I've, I've been around really good people. You're one of them now, and that uh, uh, you as a leader, that's what they're, you know, that's some of the things they're missing in sports now is these guys don't stay places four years like yeah. they did back in the day and, yep. and uh, don't get to know people and build relationships like they do. I know they're not saying they can't do that at all, but it's just not the same, and that's uh, a shame because it is. Uh, it was a blessing for me to be around good people, Coach Hatfield, Coach Goldsmith, you as a senior leader, uh, Quinn being a great friend that he is. Uh, but anyway, just 
just a lot of things I've been blessed with. I got a chance to coach with Coach Hadfield for five years at Rice. How about that? Which was exciting. It was awesome. And um, and I talked to him just, you know, every now and then. So talked to him just the other day. I know he's uh, – maybe I'll get to see him. I don't know if he comes to the ball games. That'd be great. He goes though. to a lot of them. Yeah, he goes to a lot of them. Well, good. You know, you know, you know, Dave, what you told me at that game, and I'll remind you of this. We were sitting at that ball game, and they was getting really wild there in Barnhill Arena. Oh yeah, how about that? And you said, you said if you if you like this, if you like the the way this is going and the and how the crowd is, wait till you see a football game. And that's when I said to myself, I said, we're we're gonna we're gonna get over there and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a part of this family right here. So I love it. I kind of chose the color. Yeah, I, I was there. I love it. Well, thanks for sharing that, John. You're a class act and. You Boy, those are, you know, Rick, you think about it, those games in Barnhill, and the, you, yeah. you had Elajuan oh, yeah. Con- at Houston, Concac at SMU, Big Joe yeah. Klein, and yeah. just some great years there. Absolutely. Well, well, I look forward to seeing you guys. Thank you for well, having John, me on. Enjoy that game tomorrow and the time up yes, there. Yes, sir, Rick. All right, thanks, John. See you, John. So uh, what the, we're referring to, 1988, Arkansas is playing Texas A&M, basically for the conference championship. And Quinn Grovey, in I believe it was the second quarter, got knocked silly. And uh, back then, as David will attest, if you could count to four, they'd put you back in. (laughs) Yes! Yes! Concussion? What's that? They didn't know anything about that. They knew about it, but they didn't care. They put you back in the game. And so Quinn's knocked out. Dean Weber goes running out there. Of course, he's the franchise. This guy's a great player. And... Uh, this was our. This was the first conference championship. Was '88, and A and M was good. They'd been dominating the conference, and so Dean raised him up, gave him the smelling salts or whatever. <laughs> and he, you probably know this one. He said, uh, "He said, Quinn, you okay?" And he says, "Yeah, I think so." He said, "Who's the president?" And he said, "Martin Luther King." <laughs> Dean said, "Okay, you're out." <laughs> yes, yes. Gentlemen, we have another person that wants to get in on this action. Okay, well we're we're for that. Uh-huh. It's time for the basketball insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics, with locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village, staffed with fellowship trained orth orthopedic surgeons, and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. Well, Bart, uh, what do you think about tomorrow's game? Hey, guys, I was just fine listening. I loved it. Well, <laughs> listen, it's a big game, obviously. I think any game where you get down like they've got, they're back against the wall, they need to win. Well, Rick, I know I know we say that all the time. When you're at home, I think now it becomes every home game, you treat it like a must win, even though it's it's probably not, but we're not far away from that. But certainly if they can continue the momentum that they built up, I think if you watch the game tomorrow, I think we've seen really three games of Coach Musselman really tinkering with the lineup. I think LL is coming back in the fold has something that this team has drastically needed for a while. So I think once you see the game tomorrow, that rotation, I think you're going to kind of see that might be the rotation they sticks with the rest of the year. But certainly if they can win two games back-to-back, that'd be huge for this Arkansas Razorback team. Okay, so you talk about that, and you know all these guys, and um, after the Florida game, obviously, he's got two guys that haven't played very much that ended up playing a lot of minutes, and then Blocker pays, what, 17 seconds, and Pinion doesn't play at all the next game. Do you think he just used that to motivate yep. the other guys rather than uh, give them another chance? Well, I think a, a little bit of he wanted to try a different mix of guys, and, and and I think he really wanted to play Devo a lot of minutes to try to see if they could get him back on track. So I think it was not necessarily that, but I think he was wanting to give L. Ellis and, and uh, give Battle a, a little bit more opportunity to get in because those guys have kind of been been short on the short on the bench, short on the minutes lately. So I think it's just him looking game by game and trying to figure out what the right remedy is to try to fix some of the offensive and defensive woes that they've had. Okay, we're going to take this break. We'll have Bart another segment. David Basil's going to be with us till the end of the show today. Thank goodness for that. Thank you, David. And uh, we're praying for Randy Rainwater that he's going to feel a lot better the next time he comes back. We'll be back with more after this.
Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. It's a new year, and the new you deserves a new ride. From Guadney Buick GMC, it's tax time. You worked hard all year, you paid in. Now, you need to get paid. Because at Guadney Buick GMC, your refund is going farther than ever before. Call 501-945-4444. Combining current offers, purchase allowances, and cash back with your refund makes it the best time to trade before tax season is over. Stack your tax refund on up to $6,000 purchase allowance on 2023 and 24 GMC Sierra 1500s. Equipped with the 5.3 V8. Requires eligible trade. Winter is here. Choose from a lot full of four-wheel drive and all-wheel drive vehicles. You will be approved. So make your New Year's resolution to upgrade your trade at Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's Club. Call 501-945-4444. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Guadney Buick GMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. See dealer for details. Hey, Razorback fans, it's Queen Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Hey, I'll call you. Suits, shirts, well, vests. Also, polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Demon shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Christy Pettit in Maumel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. At the heart of historic downtown Russellville, the Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience. With the freshest ingredients and creative touches, their menu has an item for everyone. From their signature lump crab cake to a classic blue cheese poutine, BLT wedge salad to hand-cut prime steaks, they aim to cater everyone. And that's not all. Upstairs at the Old Bank, you can enjoy live entertainment Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with trivia, comedy shows, karaoke, live music, and more. Old Bank in downtown Russellville. Well, now all the decorations are down, and you're looking around thinking, we really ought to freshen up the place. It's a new year, and the best time to save at Lazy Boy. The inventory overstock sale is here. Upgrade every room in your home. Hot buys all over the store. Fabric recliners starting at $3.99. Leather recliners only $7.99. Stop by Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor for their inventory overstock sale. Up to 50% off store-wide. Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock. Long live the Lazy. I love it here in Arkansas. It's a great place to live and work, to raise a family. You've got beautiful scenery, tons to do outdoors, and we love our sports. Arkansas is just a great place. It's one of the things I like most about First Security Bank. They started years ago right here in Arkansas. Now, after 80 years of growth, First Security is still only in Arkansas. That means they reinvest in people and businesses right here at home. They have local roots, and they're proud of them. I don't know about you, but that means something to me. At First Security, you bank with professionals who know what they're doing. They also know you and your community. So whether you need a personal or business checking account, a credit card, help with a loan, or just want to ask someone a question, First Security is your home for friendly local support. Stop by one of their 70 convenient locations or check them out online at fsbank.com. First Security Bank, only in Arkansas. Remember, FDIC, equal housing lender. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Well, Randy's not with us tonight. Hope he'll be back on uh, Monday. We've got uh, David Basil is in tonight. Really thrilled to have David tonight. I'm Rick Schaefer. Bart Reed's with us. And we have a caller uh, right now. No telling where this guy is. Jake and Cabot. Jake, where in the world are you right now? Hey, guys. Uh, uh, I, I'm used to saying good hey, morning, Jake. David, but it's uh, evening. So good evening. And uh, Rick uh. And, and Bart, I am heading down I-57. I'm about uh, 25 miles from the Missouri border, 
uh, heading back home. By the time I park this thing, I'll have almost 3,600 miles this week. Wow. Yeah, get out of Missouri. Get out of Missouri as quick mm. as you can, Jake. Now, why is that? David, I'm not even Missouri? in there yet, David. I ain't even in there yet. Rick, Rick, let me tell you. I'm making it across Missouri. It's the, it's the worst place on the planet. I've been to, to Europe. Missouri? I've been to Cuba. I've been to Columbia, Missouri five times, and I've always driven back after a loss. Drives me crazy. David, you're, you're, you're saying Columbia, Missouri is worse than Cuba? It is. It is. We can't oh beat them. <laughs> what they're right. dealing with there is a complete I, 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 I lack been, of respect for the bears. Four times. I've been uh, to Iraq and Afghanistan four times. Como's right up there. Goodness. <laughs> wow. Well, St. Louis and Kansas City are great. Hey, they're I, Major League Baseball. I, 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 will, I will say this, That's David, right. unfortunately. And I have my service dog in the back, as I always do. Mine's back there in the bunk. But, unfortunately, uh, Sunday when I, when I was leaving out and heading out to Ohio... I, uh, two dogs came out of a field in front of me in the snow, and there was oh. nothing I could do. Oh. And, uh, I, I took one of them out, and oh, it no. ended up my bumper pretty good. And, and so, yeah, that's just one more reason to hate Missouri. Oh, but, uh, yeah, because I, I am a dog lover through and oh, through. Oh, me too. Oh, but that would, I anyway, couldn't handle that. Mm. Oh, it broke my heart, man. I, uh, yeah, I, I seriously, I, I, I I shed a few real tears on that, but there's nothing I could do, and I certainly yeah. wasn't going to swerve or break in those kind of conditions. So. Yeah. I've been driving, I, I, I'll have almost the most miles I've ever had in a week, and I've been driving in blizzard almost all week. I woke up this morning in Indiana, the four inches of snow, and wind's like 25 miles an hour, and it's 15 degrees. Good grief. Like, I can't wow. get out of this stuff, but finally I'm down. But I just wanted to get in because I call David every once in a while in the morning when I can yeah. get in. But yeah. I want to tell you guys what a pleasure it is. There are guys like me that listen to the buzz from the time you guys come on until the time you guys go off. Awesome. Not Love because it. we're lazy or anything yeah. else. It's because in my job, it allows me to. I listen to you through my headset on my app for my phone. Wow. Okay, so Isn't I can great, still hear yes. everything else that's going on. And I wanted you guys to know, like, you guys keep us going out here, man. I mean, for real. Like, I hate it. Like, if for some reason the app's not working, my day is shot. I'm not having a good day that day. Well, Bar- listen, so, Bart, it, that, listen, it, I mean, uh, uh, Jake, yeah. th- you're you're the reason, you know, we do what we do. The, the right. Folks like you that, that listen from 6 to, to 7, yeah, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., man, that's, that's what, I mean, that's such a compliment. That's such a, a, a thing that makes us humble that, that you would feel that, we're worth the time to entertain you, and, and uh, man, that means a lot. Really, Rick, I'm sure you agree with that as well. Well, David, let me just say yeah. this. Here's, here's, we are helping Jake get through Missouri. He doesn't <laughs> even know it's not good. Yes, he yes. He's listening to you, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. exactly. But, and, and, Bart, you're not the – I don't want to leave you out either. You know, you guys just did call it Jay Moore. <laughs> And a couple of the other fellows may get the whole crew together. I'll call in and I'll be like, man, i got to talk to all these guys that want to. It's the greatest day of my life. Well, you know Bart I mean? probably so, yeah. He's probably okay Thank with you. Missouri. Hey, I, but, I have to say this, but, Jake. My wife's from southeast Missouri, so i got to say Cape Girardeau is a beautiful place. It's very nice, so yes. But thank you, Jake. Thank you. It's very well, nice. I'll, I'll pass there. I, I'm, about, I'm about through Cairo, and I'm about to cross over on 57 into Missouri, so yep. going towards Flagston, but... Uh, anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there that, that, that you guys keep me going all day, every day. And there's days that I pull 16, 8 hour days plus, you know. And you, you guys do a great job. And uh, I, I, for one, really appreciate it, man. So uh, God bless you guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, right? Jake. All right, Jake. Thanks for calling. Rick, I, I, you know, I, have, to say, I, have, to, I have to say, uh, Bart, I actually got a text about you today about your uh, your training uh, that you do this training, yes. these camps, and uh, small world. I don't know all that, and uh, but anyway, oddly enough that I would be on today that I got a text about that today, but but it's called pure sweat. Is that right? Pure sweat. Pure, yeah. So pure sweat. So I uh, I'm in with Drew Hanlon. So Drew Hanlon it started pure sweat, and Drew Hanlon has Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, Bradley Beal, J- Jason Tatum. So he has five of the probably the top NBA players in the world, and so I'm one of his sixteen around the country. So I'm pretty fortunate to be able to be in that mix so i love training and 
fortunately, for the I know a lot of the Razorbacks and haven't had a chance to see. You know, Honor Botang's one of talk about Missouri. Honor Botang just got the McDonald's All American. Is one of my guys who is going to Missouri. Uh, although another great reason kid, David super. hates Missouri. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But you know, David, it happens. You know, in the recruiting process, it's it's so competitive. But yeah, I'm well. Basketball training's my life, and I'm fortunate to do it. Listen, Rick, I need pure sweat. I've not done much pure sweat in two uh-oh, years. Uh-oh. So that's uh, I don't think I can do it with a basketball, but I need more pure sweat to uh, lose. I've gone I've gone Rick from a linebacker in the eighties to a nose guard. Uh, now people say I thought you played linebacker. You look like a defensive tackle. Well, the and, question is, do you look like a nose guard in the eighties or a nose guard today? Well, probably. I, I, pro- yeah, you know, remember Tony Cherico was about two yeah. two thirty five, oh, but he was white. Yeah. I, I'm bigger than Cherico was. Then let me just say that I'm not proud of it, but um, I need to get better. Anyway, well, I digress. Well, David, I, David, I was going to say this about the Razorback team. I'll get your opinion on it. I think some of these losses, and we talk about teams that peak early, and you've seen athletic teams that peak early. I think this Razorback team was really fatigued i mean like almost to the point of peaking i think the demands probably put on them in practice but also the outside demands of film and all that. did they look fatigued to you especially early in the sec season um you know what bart i can't tell that you know caleb battle is one of our guys that we have every every week on our show and you know one of the things he talks about he's all business and he he seems like they they are putting in the work and I, I just don't know if it's just, you know, for him and others, if, if that's the issue, is it a mental deal? I just don't know. But I know from his standpoint with us, he works his butt off. And he feels yeah. like he's doing everything. And maybe sometimes it's it's chemistry, it's timing, it's just one of those things. I don't know. I, I haven't been able to tell that's the issue. I don't know if that's it or not. Yeah. They just look low energy. You could just tell from, like, the difference between Devo. If Devo plays at the level that he played, defensively, offensively, and just overall engagement that that he played against Texas A&M, we're, the Razorbacks are a different basketball team. So I'm really looking at their energy, and I, and I hope they can maintain it because they seem to be jumping around and a lot more active than I've seen that team in, in quite a while, probably in the last six or seven games. So it, that was good to see from an energy perspective. Well, let's hope they have it tomorrow uh, because that, they're going to need that against South Carolina. You made 14-3, and three, and again, maybe their schedule hadn't been that tough, but they think they're good because they've won 14 games. Yep. Well, the matchup, Michi Johnson's number seven overall in scoring. Trayvon, uh, Trayvon Mark, again, his his game might very well be the difference maker, but it might be on the defensive end, limiting Johnson, who's 17 points a game. He's a streaky three-point shooter, averages about six a game. If he can keep the locks on him, it could be a good day for the Razorbacks. Very, very good. Okay, well, we're going we're gonna to have the uh, music here in just a second, but I should ask Bart really quickly then, was Tuesday night a Band-Aid, or are they ready to start a roll? I think look, from past history, Coach Musselman, they're ready to start a winning streak and a roll. I think they look – I really think the lineup will be trimmed down. Uh, and I think they'll have a set rotation. I think it's going to be off to the races for the Razorbacks. I like okay. it. Well, it's off Thanks, the races David. for us to the next break. Thanks, Thank you, Bart. And uh, David Basil and I will be back to visit with you. Take your calls after this on Drive Time Sports. Impressive, powerful, aerodynamic, thrilling, and unforgettable. All words to describe Saracen's January giveaway vehicle, Nissan's exciting 400Z. Play at Saracen all this month for your chance to win an incredible Z car from Welsh Nissan. Winning is as easy as simply playing Saracen's games. Take the short 40-minute ride down the Saracen Casino Resort. It's Little Rock's closest place to play, and it's